Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, babe. What is up? How are you? How's your week going? I am coming at you live from New York City. (laughs) Well, kind of live. If you're listening to this in real time, I am recording this episode on Tuesday, May 2nd, the day that the episode is coming out. So it kind of feels like it's live. I typically do not wait until the very last minute to record, but if you know me well from my Instagram and YouTube and this podcast, then you know I like to do everything I possibly can on an intuitive basis. And in the spirit of honesty, I've been feeling a little off the last couple of days. I was just at Coachella and in Palm Springs for about a week, like five days ago. And then before that, I was home for two weeks. But then before that, I was away in California for two weeks too. And I just feel like I've been kind of out of routine and it was really necessary to take a little bit of a break. And it's been necessary to change things up and shift things up and get out of my regular routine. I was in serious grind mode that wasn't feeling great. I've talked about this before on the podcast, but just to give some context again, I was really in this grind mode that felt really good and really effortless and really easy for a couple of months. And then I kind of started to hit a wall, but because I am the way that I am, which is when I decide that I'm going to do something or I commit to something or I'm in routine with something, it's really hard for me to change. I like routine. I don't give up. I keep showing up rain or shine. And it's one of my favorite qualities about myself, but it also can get me into some pickles, if you will, (laughs) or burnout, if you will, because I end up continuing to push forward even when it doesn't feel right. So changing things up and getting out of town and doing some different things and having fun was necessary. But the last couple of days since I've been home, I've just been I've not I've not been feeling sad or anything like that. I've just been feeling out of touch with my routine because the routine that I had before I left wasn't really serving me and I'm kind of in this in-between stage, it feels like. Not in a crazy, intense, massive way, but on a small level, I just kind of feel like I'm not in a good groove right now. And it's kind of weird because nothing's inherently wrong. I just kind of feel, yeah, like I'm in between. That's the only way I can describe it. Everything's great, everything's fine, everything's moving along. I think we're shifting into a new season and I'm just in this space of what's next and in this space of... How do I want this new season of my life to be as we move into spring? And it's also my birthday in like 10 days. And there's just lots of big changes happening. And I guess it doesn't have to be a big change, but I just feel energetically like I have this opportunity to kind of hit the reset button and decide how I want to move forward, which is such an amazing place to be at. But it can also feel a little uncomfortable. It can feel a little uncomfortable when things are feeling slightly stagnant. 
And so that is kind of why I put off recording this podcast episode because I wasn't really sure what I wanted to talk about. And I'm not in the business of forcing things if I can help it. And I like to really speak from the heart and I just wasn't feeling it the last few days, if I'm gonna be honest. (laughs) But I woke up today and was thinking about where I'm at and all my feelings and all this energy that I've been experiencing and all the things that I just was explaining to you. And the thing that came up for me this morning after my meditation was to trust the process to trust the process, which is a lesson I've had to learn over and over and over again in my life. And I felt like that was a great topic to chat to you about today because I know that trusting the process can feel nearly impossible sometimes, especially in those moments where you feel like nothing is happening or you're experiencing a moment of stagnation in your life in some way, whether that be creatively or in your business or in dating or in your manifestation practice or your fitness routine or your daily habits or whatever it might be right? When you just feel a little stuck and and feeling stuck doesn't always have to be this massively painful thing that you're experiencing. You know, there's different levels of feeling stuck. Like again, for me, for instance, nothing is inherently wrong. I'm not stuck. Like everything's come to a complete standstill. I just don't feel that same momentum that I felt at the beginning of the year. And this is normal. It's important to remember that life is made up of peaks and valleys. Things ebb and flow. We need duality and contrast to live a life that feels dynamic and rich. And focusing on the stagnation or the lack of movement or lack of inspiration or whatever it might be is like wishing for something that you don't want. What you focus on expands. And I know when you're in those moments, you're kind of like in a vacuum and the only thing you can focus on is that I feel stuck. Like the last couple of days, that's what I kept coming back to. I was like, I don't like feeling this way. I where what's going on? Like, what's my next move again on a small scale? But I was like, what's my next move? Like, what do I do now? I feel like I'm out of routine. I'm out of my healthy habits. And where where am I going next? (laughs) And then I kind of had to come to terms with the fact that I'm in between right now in a smaller way than I have been in the past, but I'm a little bit in between and it's okay. Think of a heartbeat, okay? I'm sure you've seen at the very least on TV or in a movie, a heart rate monitor, right? The electrocardiogram, I think it's called, don't ask me how I know that, (laughs) translates the heart's electrical activity into line tracings. You know, the lines, they go up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, right? When the heart is beating. The spikes and the dips and the line tracings are called waves. To be alive, the line tracing on the paper must reflect spikes and dips. There are ups and downs. Life is made up of ups and downs. There's contrast. If the line was flat, there was no movement. That's not living. To flatline is death. Right now, think of life. If it were just one even line, or even keel, or things were always just evenly, perfectly going along, that's not really living. Life, like actual big, full, dynamic, beautiful life, will and should have spikes and dips. There should and will likely be waves 
and moments of ups and downs. Or you can think of your yoga practice. There hopefully should be moments of stillness within your yoga practice too. Like there's lots of movement, but there's also stillness. Maybe at the beginning you find stillness and then hopefully throughout your practice, little moments of stillness is sprinkled in in child's pose or another resting pose. And at the end of your practice, you find stillness in Shavasana. These are all periods of waiting because the stillness is preparation for what's coming next. The moments of stillness are an opportunity for you to trust the process. You can't always be moving and on the go. Even on a physical level, humans, we have to sleep every night. If you don't get adequate sleep, what happens? You can literally lose your mind, trust me. (laughs) For many years when I was working in nightlife, I would quite literally sleep like three hours a night. And I was not well. I was not well. You need sleep, right? We need these moments of doing less and less movement. And I hate to say lows because not all of these moments are lows. Like for right now, for me, again, for example, nothing is, it's not a low. I'm just not feeling that momentum towards something, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. And here's the thing. You don't know what you don't know. Sometimes the most magical things happen in the waiting. Sometimes the most potent and important seeds that end up blossoming and blooming into the most beautiful experiences are planted in the dips or the lows in life. If I knew in my rock bottom moments what was coming next for me, which is the life that I'm living now, I would have truly surrendered and just gone through it and known that it was part of the process and that I needed to go through it in order to get what was coming next. But again, we don't know what we don't know, which is why you have to trust. You have to trust that there is so much goodness coming your way. So many things in motion that you don't even know about yet. You have to trust the process and tap into patience, which I know can be hard, especially for those of us that like to take action and make things happen. Co-creating with the universe and manifesting and attracting your desires, yes, is an active practice, but there's also an element of surrender and you are co-creating with the universe, which cannot be rushed. Your life could change today. It could change next week. It could change next month. So choosing to enjoy where you are now is the best way to empower yourself in these moments where the process is feeling a little sticky or like there's less movement. You have to know that whatever it is you're facing now, whether you deem it to be good or bad, is just a really small part of your journey and that it's shaping you for what's to come. So trusting in the process. For me, it's trusting that I'll get back into my routines. It's trusting that my next big idea will come to me. The plans I have will all unfold perfectly. I don't have to manically manifest or panic or let it consume me. I just have to trust the process. We can sometimes prolong discomfort and pain by almost locking ourselves into it, by telling ourselves that it's gonna last forever, but nothing in life is permanent. Feelings ebb and flow. This too shall pass. I actually have that tattooed on my ribs. It's my least favorite tattoo because I feel like it was so poorly done. That's a story for another day, (laughs) but this too shall pass. This is a lesson I've had to learn over and over and over and over again because I can so quickly and easily lock myself into whatever it is I'm experiencing. 
have this all or nothing mentality, but life isn't all or nothing like that. Nothing is permanent. Everything in life will shift and change and evolve. Your feelings will shift and change and evolve. Your stress will, your pain will. So in those moments where you are feeling stuck and disappointed by the lack of movement or frustrated, you have to do what you can to support yourself and remind yourself to trust the process. You must trust and know that the universe or God or whatever you call your higher power will deliver exactly what you need exactly when you need it. There is so much power in trusting in the process and trusting in where you're at. There is important stuff that needs to happen in the waiting. There are pieces that need to fall into place for everything to come together for you. There are lessons you need to learn in this period of waiting. We get into trouble when we are in these periods of waiting and we want to force our way out of it, but nothing good comes from force. And what is meant for you will not need to be rushed or forced. Think of the lulls and moments of stillness in life as an opportunity for you to prepare for the goodness that is coming. And this is where having clarity on your core values comes in clutch because when you have clarity on your core values and you know that you're showing up in a way that is in alignment with your core values and you're doing what you can to intentionally embody the energy of the things you want to attract, then there's no need to stress or worry because you know that you are doing the work and you're showing up and you trust that you are co-creating with the universe and you know that you're doing your part. If you've never heard of the concept of core values as it relates to manifestation, this is something that I cover in the Yoga Inspired Life program, which, let me see what date it is. You know what? Just looking at my calendar, I actually think, yeah, I actually just decided like literally right now, that I'm going to open up another cycle of the program at the end of the month. So add yourself to the wait list via the link in the show notes now so you can be the first to be notified of the next opportunity to join. If this is your first episode of the podcast that you're listening to or you're not familiar with the Yoga Inspired Life program, the TYIL program is my 12-week yoga-inspired self-discovery program. Think self-development, self-empowerment, manifestation, meditation, healthy lifestyle, transforming your life. It is essentially the way that I transformed my life seven years ago. And it is the method that I use anytime I'm ready to up-level in my life. In fact, yesterday I dove into module one work, which those of you that have gone through the program, you know, that is my like bread and butter. It's my Bible. And that is what I go back to anytime I'm starting to feel a little stuck or stagnant. And I've talked about the program in various podcast episodes, but the program was born after I spent a month in Bali. Wow, I've really gotten off track, but that's okay. (laughs) This, This episode is truly coming straight from my heart and my intuition. Anyway, I created the program after I spent a month in Bali and was really hit with how intricate my transformation was and how a common question that I would receive was always in regards to how I transformed and up-leveled my life. And I realized that I could never really just answer it in a DM. And I had this intuitive download upon returning from Bali about how important it was for me to share this process because it took me many, 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 many years. Lots of trial and error, 
lots of blood, sweat, and tears. And I thought that it was important for me to share the process and hopefully save other people some time and energy and guide others who are ready to transform their lives and create this supportive, clear, and effective healing container, which was something that I didn't have when I was knee deep in my journey, you know? So if you vibe with this podcast and you are itching to make a change, make a massive change in your life and create a new way of being, then you're going to love this program. Again, if you want more information about the program, add yourself to the wait list to get more info about the next cycle. You can click the link. I'll put it in the show notes and that will take you to the program page that is on my website, which goes into more detail about what's included. And then from there, you can add yourself to the wait list and then I will email the wait list with next steps once I decide on the launch date, which I'm going to have to sit and think about, but I'm thinking the last week of May. Wow. This was so <laughs> last minute, <laughs> but you know what? When you feel, when you get the feeling, you just got to take the leap. That's one thing I've learned. You got to trust the process. This is me quite literally trusting the process. So I'm announcing it. It's going to probably begin the last week of May. Again, add yourself to the wait list and we'll chat about it. But anyway, back to what I was saying about core values. Whoa. Your core values as it relates to manifestation are essentially your own personal blueprint or beliefs about yourself. Your core values are your beliefs about what you think you're capable of, how life works for you, and what your energetic standards are. And if you haven't done any self-development work or you haven't worked on your limiting beliefs, which is also something that we cover in detail in the program, then it's pretty safe to assume that your core values may not actually support you in living the life you desire or reflect the beliefs necessary for you to effectively attract the things that you desire. So of course, if you haven't done that work, the idea of trusting the process is going to feel really difficult because you don't have clarity around what you're trusting and you don't have a strong belief system in place or self-trust in place. The way I began to build my trust and trust in the process and trust in the universe was through working on my belief system. It was through diving into self-discovery work and really connecting with my true self and really getting clear about my higher self and the energy that I need to embody through my habits and routines and beliefs in order to step into my higher self. Because once you do gain clarity around your core beliefs and you're doing the work and you're showing up, it's still challenging in moments where there's stagnation because that can feel scary and uncomfortable, right? That can trigger panic and feelings of I'm not doing enough. And of course, it's going to be different for everyone depending on your limiting beliefs and past history, et cetera. But what makes the trust feel more accessible is having done the work I previously mentioned. I definitely have moments where I feel a little bit of panic when things aren't moving. Like I just said, the last couple of days, I felt out of sorts a little bit. And yeah, definitely a little bit of panic came up. And I started questioning myself a little bit and thinking, what am I doing? Where am I going? What's going on? I'm out of routine. I'm feeling disconnected from my higher self. And what's, what's going on? I feel stuck. But the difference between those moments now and the moments I would have that felt very similar back in the day before I did the transformational work is that I don't let the fear consume me. I don't let it make me spiral out of control. And I instead have this really quite quick bounce back almost energetically 
where I remind myself that I know what is meant for me will not pass me by. And I know that the universe has a plan because I am very clear about that plan. I know who my higher self is. I know how to get myself into the energy of my highest self. And I know that I don't know what I don't know. So even though my mind thinks we know what's going on, we don't know. The universe has a plan. The universe is working behind the scenes and I don't need to stress or worry in the moments of calm waters because I trust that the next wave of creativity and abundance and goodness and love is on its way to me. So instead of panicking and spiraling out, I choose to trust the process. Trusting the process is the important element of manifesting we call surrender and it's one that I think a lot of people miss the mark on, myself at one point included as well. We do the work, we get clear, and then things slow down and we immediately panic and think, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I'm not doing enough. Things aren't happening. Oh my gosh, it's not meant for me. We start to doubt ourselves. We start to contradict our beliefs. We start to spiral out of control. We think that it's not working. We start to feel lost and stuck and then we give up because things aren't happening as quickly as we think they should. But timing is everything. Trusting the process is surrendering. It's not giving up. It's not letting go. It's not saying I'm not doing anything else. It's recognizing when there is a valley after a peak and knowing that what goes down must come back up and all I have to do is ride the wave. All I have to do is focus on my energy, stay calm, stay connected to that inner knowing and trust that the universe always has my back and that the universe is gonna show up for me. Think of surrender and trust in this way. When you go to a restaurant and you place an order with your server and you order your meal, you know it's gonna come, right? You're not gonna sit at the table anxiously and ask the waiter every five seconds, hey, hey, excuse me, hi, um, is, is my order coming? Because I placed the order and it hasn't, it hasn't gotten here yet and I'm just wondering, no, that would literally be insane. <laughs> that would be insane. If the order hasn't come yet, you're not going to start freaking out and panicking like it's not going to come, even if it's taking a little longer than you thought, you know, because you know it's coming. You looked at the menu, you got clear about what you wanted, you spoke with the server, you gave the server your order, the server confirmed, you have the money to pay for the order. Now all you have to do is wait. After you place your order, all you have to do is relax and surrender and wait patiently and enjoy the moment that you're in because your order is coming. And manifesting and attracting your desires in life is not exactly like that, right? Because you're not placing an order and then just sitting doing nothing, but it's a little bit like that. There are elements of it that are a little bit like that. And I think as long as you are communicating what you want through your energy and how you're showing up and your belief system and how you're speaking to yourself and how you're speaking out in the world, and you're doing all you can do, that's you placing your order. And outside of that, there's nothing else for you to do but trust. Trust and know that the universe has a plan for you and it knows what's best for you. Maybe you need this time of stagnation to spark a new idea or come up with a new game plan that's way more in alignment with you than whatever it is that you've been doing. Maybe you need to change things up or do something different. We talked about intuition in the last episode, and I think that in these moments of feeling stagnant, this is a great time for you to practice using your intuition. Maybe 
you're not getting as much work right now because you're meant to listen to your intuition and go on a little adventure in your city. Maybe you take yourself out to dinner. Maybe you go to a bookstore and pick up a random book that your intuition is telling you to pick up because maybe you open it to a page that gives you your next idea. Or maybe you go to a new workout class and you meet someone new that could be a great friend for you. Or you decide you have a little extra time tonight because you don't have a date. So you're going to go to the grocery store and pick out ingredients for a new recipe. And maybe you meet someone at the grocery store. Like, you know, the possibilities are endless. And I think if you can look at the quote unquote time and space that you're given in moments that feel like things aren't happening as opportunities for you to prepare yourself, it makes what I'm referring to as a lull, but is actually not a lull, more exciting. It's part of the process. And actually thinking back, the moments in my life that were my rock bottoms, yes, they were painful and hard. No, I would not wish them on my worst enemy because they were so intense. And honestly, some of them quite traumatic, but they were life-changing for me. Those were the moments that shaped me in ways that no high could ever shape me. I needed those lows. I needed that time and space. I needed those moments of feeling alone. I needed those rock bottoms to spark inspiration and excitement for life in me. Now, I'm not saying to go and chase rock bottoms, but I'm just simply suggesting that if you're finding yourself in a moment of stagnation or a low or hardship that the best thing that you can do for yourself is to trust the process. Protect yourself as best as you can. Take care of yourself in any way that you need. Like yesterday, I really quote unquote needed to record this podcast episode or a podcast episode, but I it wasn't what was going to serve me. And I had other work that I needed to do. And I know it's a luxury that I could kind of put it off to today, but that is my reality. So I'm going to use that as an example. But you know, instead of doing the thing that I should do, what I needed to do was take care of myself in the best way that I knew how, which was when I feel stagnant, I tap into another teaching that I share in the Yoga Inspired Life program, which is to purge and create space. I've talked about this on this podcast before, but I will quite literally purge my physical space. So I cleaned out my books and I cleaned out my closet and I did another closet purge and I got busy with my hands and I put on a podcast and I just zoned out and didn't focus so much on what felt like it was going wrong or not going at all and instead just created space because that was the best way that I could take care of myself yesterday. Rather than forcing inspiration and forcing creativity and forcing myself to show up in ways that didn't feel authentic to me yesterday, I took care of myself, which was tapping into the TYIL method and creating space and getting clear about how I wanna show up and what's important to me. Again, today, I did my best to take care of myself, which was book a morning workout. I'm not usually a morning workout person. I like an afternoon workout or an evening workout, but I got up this morning and I was like, you know what? We need to get this stagnant energy moving. I haven't been to Barry's boot camp in the city in a minute. I actually didn't even know how long it was until I looked at my Barry's app after my class today. It, I, last time I went was January 4th, which is crazy. And so I was like, whoa, you know, that's what my intuition was telling me I needed today. 
I need to move. I need to sweat. I need to run. I need to move the stagnant energy around and out of my body. So in addition to surrendering and letting go, again, you can take care of yourself by doing the things that make you feel supported. And you gain clarity around what those things are through self-discovery work. These are things that we discuss and uncover in the Yoga Inspired Life program. Not to keep talking about the program, but again, it's literally my Bible and it's how I live my life, you know? And so these are, this is why I created this program is because I, this is how I get myself unstuck and get myself going. And I'm happy to say that I'm feeling so much better. And sometimes too, you know, rather than fighting these moments, simply just surrendering and finding acceptance will actually help you move through it faster. I really tried to fight it yesterday morning. I was really forcing myself to do the things on my to-do list. I got my podcasting equipment out. I was like, I have to do this. I've got to do this. I should be grateful. This is what I get to do. I do want to do it, but I don't want to do it. It was like this weird dichotomy. And then I hit a point where I was like, I cannot force this. Nothing good comes from force. I have to trust this process. I have to trust that the answers I'm seeking will come to me. I have to do the things that I know will support me in these moments that I have uncovered through trial and error and through the TYIL method. And I just have to surrender and trust. And sure enough, the immediate answer I was looking for, at least for this, came through. And I'm super grateful for that because I feel like obviously this is a very long-winded conversation on trusting the process, but I feel good about sharing this message with you. And I feel a sense of peace and accomplishment. You know, and so when you surrender and find acceptance and when you give yourself a little bit of grace and you show up for yourself in the way that you need in that moment and you just take a more gentle approach with yourself, things start to balance out. Everything in life is a process and a practice. Again, I think we can get stuck in locking ourselves into the pain and discomfort or the stagnation and we perpetuate it by trying to reject it because who wants to feel those things? I know I don't. My gosh, you know, but the sooner you just find acceptance and just say like, hey, you know what? This is part of my process right now. I'm just going to ride this wave and trust that what goes down must come up. The sooner you will start to feel resolution and peace. Anyway, I hope this episode resonated with you today. If it did, just know that you're not alone. Know that there is light on the other side. I'm excited to connect with some of you about the program. Again, you can add yourself to the wait list via the link in the show notes. And I don't know when I'm going to be sending out emails. Probably it's at some point this week or in the next week. But yeah, I'm so excited to reopen the program. It hasn't hit me yet because that was such a spur of the moment decision. But I'm really looking forward to it. It's one of my favorite things that I do. And it's so just powerful and special and transformative. And I'm really looking forward to connecting with a new group. It's always such an honor to share my process and get to connect with my community. So I'm really looking forward to that, but I'm going to love you and leave you for now. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or night whenever you're listening. And I hope that you choose to trust the process this week, no matter what you're going through and trust that this too shall pass. And I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. 
Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.